There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Welcome to This League Uncut. In the world of 24-hour NBA news, this news you lose. Chris Haynes, it's go time. Mark Stein, it's showtime! Boom shakalaka! This league uncut is underway and on fire! This should be a good one. Everyone, welcome. Thanks so much for joining us. This is this is a historic moment for this show. We're almost six months old. This league uncut. The This League Uncut Podcast. I'm Mark Stein. To my far right is my trusty podcast partner, Chris Haynes, who everyone knows from Turner Sports and Bleacher Report. And we are truly honored, not just to be at the iconic Caesars Palace here at Summer League in Vegas, but to have a truly special guest with us. You guys know him, doesn't need an introduction. Lakers coach, Darvin Ham, everyone, with us here on This League Uncut. Coach... Thank you, man. Thanks for having me. Thank you for joining That's us. A hell of an intro. Man. Got a round, round of applause there. <laughs> even, even from the brothers that were asleep. As, as I wish I want to take the headphones off and see what Pat Bell was talking about. Oh, That's what, my guy. Oh, yeah, he'll see me right now. That, that, that was old. And that, that will not be his last interview, so don't worry. I'm sure, I'm sure he'll be, I'm sure you'll be getting, uh, for sure. getting for sure. info from him soon. Sure. When, when you're at Summer League, what, what is, I mean, you're an observer. You're yeah. not on the floor. What are you looking for when you're when you're watching the Lakers play or when you're in the gym for other games what are you on the lookout for I'm, I'm just trying to survey the, 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 the level of competitiveness individual by individual group by group um, again the level of competitiveness and the IQ you know in terms of guys that play the right way you know not necessarily trying to make every play for themselves but trying to put their their team in a position to be successful um, possession by possession so that's the biggest thing and how guys are bought in and I mean it's obviously a summer league it's it's a short-term situation for some guys 
But in that short term, how quickly can they come together and try to do something special and, you know, win a summer league championship? But how much different does the game look from a fan seat? Because I'm guessing you probably it haven't doesn't been look, in that man, seat. I haven't been a fan in so long. It's like, it's hard. It's, hard to, it's, it's, it's actually more difficult to watch as a coach because you're, you have that, every, like, critiquing different things as you're watching real live action. It's tough. Like, it's, it's hard for me to sit at home and watch basketball. I love watching it, but I know, I'm so happy we have, what you call it, uh, you can pause and rewind, <laughs> yep. I, I always say TiVo, but uh, <laughs> you can pause and rewind it, and, and, and I'm, I'm like breaking the game down like I'm breaking down one of my films, so it's, it's, it's tough. But, you, you know, being around the game, I, you know, I'm from Michigan originally, the, 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 the rich history of basketball within that state, being from the city of Saginaw and all the great players I saw coming up from Saginaw to Flint, Detroit, Grand Rapids, Kalamazoo, play guys all over that state, to now being on my own journey from a player to now a coach, it's like, you, you it, it, it's not hard. I, I, I see things immediately. And um, you can tell when the guy is out there not doing the right thing, not playing the right way. And, you know, usually they, you know, they may get some numbers, but they don't really get very far. You've assigned Coach JD yes, to sir. be the, the head coach of Summer League. Um, t talk about opportunities that presents when a guy is able to lead his own team, even if for, for a short stint during Summer League. What are you looking for as well? I mean, I'm looking for the leadership capabilities, um, how, how well they're keeping everything organized. I try to stay out of the way um, to just let them go figure it out, you know, throw them on the deep end of the pool, so yeah. to speak, you know, and, you know, not be overbearing. And I think JD has done a tremendous job. Him, Skyler, ZP, the guys who I put in charge of running the summer league team. And shout out to my man, Nick Mazzella, who really was quarterback putting our summer league roster together. Um, it, it, it's, it's been beautiful to watch. And, uh, you know, one of our young kids we're really, really excited about, Max Christie. You know, going into his second year in the league, I told him he needs to step up and show his leadership abilities, and he's done that. Along with you know Jalen Hood, Shafino, and Maxwell Lewis, and Colin Castleton, Demoy Hodge. Like we got Cole Swider. We have some really good players under our umbrella that you know people are getting a chance to see, and, and they're playing the right way. They're competing again, competing at a high level, and coaches at the at the forefront of that. And it's just not. You know, opportunity, as you mentioned, for players, it's just coaches, our training staff, our performance team. Like, it's an opportunity for those guys who are normally in a support role step to the forefront and show their abilities to, to run a situation and keep it running smooth and keep it well-oiled and well-organized. So I'm excited. I mean, I think our program is just – it's been incredible. So you guys – your first season, it started off so rough, but then you guys Woo. changed everything up. Say that again. <laughs> surged into the playoffs. You won your first two playoff series as an NBA head coach. You KO'd the defending champs. Yep. But obviously the Western Conference Finals did not go the way you wanted against Denver. Now that you've had some distance from it, when I just list it like that, what's your gut reaction to year one on the sidelines for Darvin Ham? I mean, like I said, man, <laughs> it's not stressful. What, <clears throat> excuse me, seemed to be a stressful situation. I knew exactly what I was getting myself into. 
the Lakers are the organization that gave me my first shot as an NBA assistant coach. <clears throat> Excuse me once again. Um, and I just knew it'd be, you know, I call it the excavation period, you know, the, where we try to get things stable, level, you know, dig up the old bones, get them out the way, <laughs> and, and, and try to reset the franchise to get back to reestablishing the winning culture. And um, I felt like we were able to do that. We put together a strong coaching staff, you know, Chris, Jim, Phil, Handy, Jordan, Knott, Skyler, JD. We just added Damari Carroll, Zach Peterson, all our guys. Like, we knew that every day we come out, you know, our marching orders that I delivered as being the head coach, we got to make sure we go get better at something each and every day. And um, I didn't look at them as wins and losses. I called them wisdom and lessons. And so we uh, we didn't want to, I said, we're going to, go as far as our work takes us. And that's exactly what happened. I mean, obviously we had some parts, albeit that were good parts, but they just didn't fit. And so once we were able to get some pieces that fit naturally to our two captains, Brian and AD, I, th I thought you saw, you know, you got, to, you, you got to see what the Laker, what it looks like. And, you know, being able to get through the first round against a really tough, well-coached Memphis team, and then the second round against the defending champs. And, you know, it's it was beautiful. And then to see what winning is going to look like in the league in terms of playing against Denver, the one-two punch, not three, four max players and just a collection of individuals, a solid, well-coached team with a monster of a player in uh, – Nikola, Nikola Jokic, the Joker, is nothing short of amazing. And Jamal Murray, the reemergence of Jamal, man, and just a, just a really good program, well-balanced team um, that's, you know, very, very young and someone that you're going to have to go through in terms of achieving that goal of winning the championship. It runs directly through Denver. I remember being there early in the season, during the 2-10 and 10 start, yeah. and being in that press conference room, and you talked about how blessed you felt to be the Laker coach. And Absolutely. it was not, it did, I'm not going to lie to you. There were a lot of people in that room, maybe even me included. It didn't look like a blissful, <laughs> I'm blessed situation at that, this point. I mean, you guys were in a serious hole. How much pressure did you feel at that time to, I have to try to, I, somebody has to bring some calmness here and it, it's going to be me. Yeah, I mean, I just think you, you, you show up to work and you be consistent. One thing I've always prided myself on is being a consistent human being. Like, no matter what circumstances change in my life, if I'm up, if I'm down, I'm rich, poor, whatever, it don't matter. Like, every human deserves to be treated with respect, and I want people to know if they engage with Darvin Ham, they know Darvin Ham, you're you going to get the same thing every time. And never get too high, never get too low, because again, in my opinion, what I've seen throughout my years of playing at this level, or any level for that matter, being around some of the great coaches I've been around, the team is a direct reflection of the coach. And I just felt like if I stayed consistent in my approach, that toughness was, was going to bleed over into my team. And I think that's exactly what happened. Um, if you go back and look at some of those press conference, conferences, I told them, I said, we have to go through this time. Like, this is the reconstruction period. Like, we, we have to go through this. I understood that, you know, being with Bud for nine years and 
what we had to do in Atlanta and what we were able to do, you know, transitioning from Atlanta to Milwaukee. You know, like, it's, nothing's going to happen overnight. You just have to stick with it and, like, be consistent every day. And it starts with me being a leader and everyone that's around me just having that mindset to where, you know, we got better at something. There's a such thing as a bad win and a good loss. Like, sometimes you win bad and, and, and you've had bad habits, but just because you have so much talent. You would have taken a bad win, though, during the two <laughs> I would have taken a few bad wins. <laughs> but uh, we had some good losses. Like, where I saw the biggest thing, it's funny because, you know, being with Bud, coming from L.A., joining him in Atlanta in 2013, the Lakers were always my scout. And as the scout coach, I always had to pay attention to what was going on over there for strategic reasons. And also, that's, that's who gave me my start. You know, being with Kobe for two years, 2011 or 2013, and everything that's going on is a, it's a little special place in my heart for that place. And um, so just what I saw from them the previous season, going into it, even before I got the job, it's just like I just saw a lack of competitiveness that I knew that once I get the job, that's the first thing we got to establish. That when you play the Los Angeles Lakers, you in for a dog fight. Like, no matter who wins or loses, you're going to feel us. Like, you're gonna, we're going to make you feel us, and you're going to know that you you were in a fight. Like, a knockdown, drag out if need be. Um, I want to reestablish that first and to, to be together. Now I said it, competitiveness, togetherness, and accountability starting with myself. How can I be better? How can we be better? So I think we were able to do that in the first year. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it and travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel, it's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Hey everyone, it's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for up to half the cost. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Savings based on cost of Consumer Cellular single line 1, 5, and 10 gig data plans with unlimited talk and text compared to lowest cost single line postpaid unlimited talk text and data plans offered by T-Mobile and Verizon January 2024. Up once again, we're here with Los Angeles Lakers head coach Darvin Ham here at Caesars Palace, live here in Las Vegas. I think it's well documented, obviously, the decision you had to make early in the season to, to bring Russell Westbrook off the bench. But, Coach, there are Hall of Fame coaches who coach for 20 years who never have to make a decision like that. What prepared you to, to have a talk like that, to have a 
not just a suggestion, but hey, this is what this this is what needs to happen. Like, what prepared you to, to take on something like that? I just think things I've been through in life, like growing up in Saginaw in the '80s, man. You ask anybody about that time, you know, just everything. Sag nasty. Yeah, things I people I've engaged and and the, the biggest thing for me, man, is just I just feel like you only have to tell the truth once, um, and you're not you don't. Some people choose to disguise it with humor and being a damn comedian, and some people want to disguise it through being abrasive and and and, and being like just assertive in a, in, in a what could be perceived a mean-spirited way. I just shoot between the eyes, man, and, and just look, look. And I told Russ, I said, and, and, and shout out to Russ, man. Like, so it's made a, he, he, he takes a lot of blame and, you know, everybody, you know, seems to want to talk stuff about him, I won't curse. Um, but, this is Sin City, you can curse. But but <laughs> but yeah, just some of the stuff he has to endure, and and he's still a very very highly capable basketball player. Um, I appreciate him for just giving it a chance and complying with what I wanted to do, and and just to take a take take a bullet for the team. And like I told him, it's not a demotion, bro. Like, okay, we got you, AD, and Bron in the starting lineup. All of you guys need the ball. Like, and most times, you give it up, you're going to go stand somewhere. Like, why not realign? Why not allow me to help you help us by realigning the rotation to where now you're coming off and you get to dominate, dictate, do everything. And people forget, man, like, when he came in from that reserve role and we would put runners and shooters and rim rollers and finishers around him. This time they were chanting MVP for us. Yeah. He saved our ass a bunch of nights where we started off flat and he came in and he pushed the tempo. He brought that energy. And you look up, now we've gone on a 12 to 2 or 10 0 run as soon as he stepped into the lineup off the bench. So shout out to him. Um, I'll always be thankful and respectful for him again, just meeting me halfway and, and really trying to buy into what we were trying to do. Um, but it's, I mean, I think you just sit down and it was a, it was a, a summer long deal. Um, me seeing him out here in Vegas, me, you know, pulling him to the side, having one-on-one conversations throughout, text messages, phone calls. Planting that seed. Yeah, yeah. But just really, because you know, I have a, a ton of respect for us. Like I've always had since he's been in the league. Um, so I just I respect what he's done, but who he is, um, great great human being, um, and I'm just happy again that he. You, you, it's a collaboration these days, man. It's no longer a dictatorship or it's my way or the highway. Yeah. Like, you have to collaborate with your players if you hope to have any type of success, and um, that was a huge collaborative effort on his behalf and mine, and uh, us trying to make something work. How much do you think, though, that plays to your advantage? You're obviously not afraid to talk to guys. You, I mean, you you clearly relish that. So how much does that change in the game work in your favor? You know, I, I just think, you know, I came in as an undrafted player. Um, and, again, I come from a real place, a real background, real, have been, always try to be the best teammate I could possibly be. 
uh, it's funny, I still talk to my teammates from every situation I've ever been in, you know, all, way, all the way back to LaFonso Ellis in my rookie year in Denver, my man uh, Chris Weber, Jawan, Rod Strickland, all of my guys, God Sham God, Ben Wallace, Sheed, like Sam Cassell, like Jason Terry. Everywhere I've been, you know, I made these relationships with these guys and the camaraderie that's involved, because that's the thing you miss. When guys go on, they retire, and they get away from the game. Obviously, the money is what it is and the traveling and all that, but what they miss is that brotherhood you have with your teammates and sure. being able to understand that from a player's perspective and now transitioning into being a coach, I think it makes it. It's not, it's not like a chore or a daunting task for me to have a conversation with someone, whether but, but it's Brian sure all the way to the, the 15 guys. I'm sure you heard the skeptics coming in. They're, the natural question they're going to ask, not necessarily about you specifically, but they're going to say, how is a rookie coach going to coach LeBron James? Well, I'm rookie in the sense of having never been a head coach, but I'm, I'm, I'm not a first-timer at all. I've been around this league for a quarter of a century. And so uh, knowing Brown like I do, I think the common denominator between he and I is the hunger to win and to win at a high level and um, to sit and talk. And those are my, he and AD are my team captains. And I think communication is key and a collaborative mindset of not your way or what works best for you specifically individually, we're going to fail. If it's something that's not the whole group can embrace and thrive on, then maybe it's not a good idea. And um, I'm not afraid to say that or challenge my guys, man, in certain ways. So, and again, not being laughy jokey or being dark and, and, and aggressive and abrasive, like just, just calling a cat a cat, being real and just uh, having a type of temperament where they know I'm serious and we're going to push forward and try to make it work. But it's just not going to be something we pull out of the sky. It's going to be a well-thought-out, well-informed decision or a course of action. And so uh, that's the biggest thing for me, and just them understanding the clarity about it and getting their feedback and then landing in a place where we all feel good about, you know, the course of action we're going to take. Darv, I, <clears throat> I covered LeBron when he was in Cleveland when David Black yep. had took over. And it didn't go too well, darn it. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. The players just didn't – the respect wasn't there. Yeah. Um, the voice wasn't there. The accountability wasn't there. And so with that with saying that, I, I know players on, on that team, they were like, you know, he wouldn't call out certain guys. So I want to ask you, do you remember the first time you called out LeBron in front of the team? I don't even call out. Well, that, well, that's not, extreme. Not, not call out. Nah. Not call out. Well, I mean, a time like where you, you have to address. Him. I mean, you have to, when you have film, uh -huh. you fight with film. Yes. That's uh, Any coach that's worked this way than gold will tell you the film the never film. lies. It's you not, have to fight with film. It's not calling anybody out. Uh -huh. It's are you willing to acknowledge a mistake made by the biggest yes. asset in the room. <laughs> like, and players are, the other yeah, players are looking at it. Yeah, There's times when we stop the film, like, Bron, I need you to be the MIG. What we call our MIG, our baseline help, our most important guy. And to his credit, it, one of the reasons why we were able to have a, a success and that you know transformed and what we were able to do going from 0-6 or to 2-10 to getting to the Final Four and the Conference Finals, like, was his 
ability to allow himself to be coached. Like he, like everybody, you know, he, he's this, uh, he's the biggest personality, global superstar we have today. Um, but he's also a guy that's been praised and both criticized for always making the right play and playing and not being selfish enough at times. And um, the one thing I know about LeBron James is his IQ, he just wants the right plays to be made. It doesn't have to be him shooting the ball, going for a game winner. The big, one of the biggest shots that were made in our program this year was him kicking the ball out to Dennis Schroeder in the play-in game yeah. against Minnesota. Yeah. Dennis knocking down the corner three. Yeah. So when we talk about the game and we break stuff down, and even I, I encourage them when we're going through walkthroughs, we're going through film, I encourage the feedback. I know the coaches constantly. I've been in the room where in, in uniform as a player, watching the coach just give us all the answers and what he thinks and not really opening up the floor for guys to say what they need to say and get that feedback yeah. and, and from their perspective. So that's the one thing I wanted to try to create in, in, in my first opportunity being in this seat is to let these guys know that all feedback is welcome, but it can't be, it can't be a personal agenda behind that. It's got to be from a perspective of what's going to help the entirety of the group not just what's comfortable for me and what's going to help me individually. Like He understands that about me and my staff, the way it's constructed. We hold each other accountable. And AD the same, the guys will speak up in the film session. We, he allows himself to be coached. It's not like this big thing where, oh, coach. And, and you have some guys that are going to it like that. Yeah. Or just uh, manipulate or... or, or, or try to create a scenario to where they can say, I stood up to Braun. Yeah. Like, yeah. It wasn't even about that, gotcha. bro. Like, yeah. let's deal with the facts. Yeah. What does the film say? Okay, if Braun was out of place in this one play, we're going to talk about it. Not just for Braun, for the whole room and group to see that if you're in this position, whether it's Braun or if it's Dennis or if it's whoever, one of the new guys that's coming in, Jackson Hayes, yep. Cam Reddish, Everybody's going to get that same speech because this is the way we have to play. This is the way we have to execute on either side of the ball. It's not just because it's LeBron. It's like these dudes, like, they manufacture these moments to just make themselves feel good, like they stood up to something. Whereas me, I just want us moving, thinking the right way so we can ultimately accomplish our goal of being NBA champions once again. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notify, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. 
Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snag a job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, temp to hire, part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snag a job's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. You've got to taste that as a player. How often do you do you allow yourself to imagine what that would feel like to win one as a coach? How do you approach? Do you do you dream about it, or do you not think no, about it, or or how? Do, what's your what's your approach on that? Bro, you constantly. I mean, you're constantly chasing that feeling. I mean, to be able to do it in 04 in Detroit and then do it as an assistant coach in Milwaukee, um, what they, they had gone on a 50 year drought, and we were able to do that in 2021. To go get number 18 in the purple and gold, like, I'm working my ass off, bro. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm trying to give us each and every opportunity to be able to put that. There's nothing more that I would want is to win a championship trophy with Jeannie Buss and Rob Palinka have been nothing short of amazing to me. They gave, they've given me this platform. They've supported me. Um, Stayed solid through the, the hard times early on, and then just some of the text messages, some of the conversations, some of the phone calls, the three of us get into the room, and the support they've given me, man, I, it just it, it just empowers me. And um, so it's nothing more that I would want than being able to hoist that trophy up and, and with, the, with those two individuals and, and our team and organization as a whole. Everyone has treated me with nothing but open arms. So since you bring that up, I don't know if my count is exactly right, but I, I mean, you proved last year you should have gotten a head coaching job a long time ago. But I mean, I counted it up once, and if my count is right, Celtics, Hornets, Bulls, Pacers, Wolves, Magic, Kings, Wizards, and Clippers. And Hawks. They, and Hawks. Ten. So 10 teams interviewed you yep. and did not hire you as their head coach. Yeah, they fucked up royally. <laughs> <laughs> when you go back and look at those teams, how I many coaches changes we've had amongst those teams. Yeah. How yeah. did you not yeah. let that embitter you? How did you, how did you, I mean, I'm sure that was not fun to, to go through that 10 times. Nah, I mean, it's just one of those things. The Lakers were the 10th. I mean, it's just, it's not getting a job. It's the right job with the right fit, with the right individuals. Um, you could think you're ready for something, but only God knows is like to put you in the right place where you need to be. And that was what happened with the Lakers. And um, God bless those other franchises, uh, but I just know Yes, you never want to get down because those things take they take time, man. It's like okay, the process goes. A team will call and ask for permission to interview you, right? Your interview might not be for another two, three weeks, and so 
oh, in a, a bunch of those situations, I'm in in a situation in Milwaukee. We're fighting for a championship, and I'm the lead assistant. So my mind, I have to be locked in on what we're doing to support, but but also trying to prep for this new situation to get familiar with what their their circumstances are. And so it it it, it was tough not. You know, some a few of those situations not being able to land them, but I'm okay. I'm I don't get the job, but I'm going back to a championship franchise. So my my landing my landing where I, I had a big ass parachute. <laughs> so <laughs> people talk about having a golden parachute. Yeah. That was my situation in Milwaukee, and so. Uh, but again, it's not about getting a job, but the right job. And I felt like we fell into the right situation with the Los Angeles Lakers, and then it was like a homecoming for me. You know, they gave me my start as a coach. I've seen you now like three times here, and you've had a different Dodger hat on every time. So if you were, so, but if, if you go home, I mean, they're going to be cool with a Dodger hat if you, if go, you go back, back to, to Saginaw? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, or do you have to, you have to pull oh, yeah. the Tigers it, hat it, out? It's Darvin Ham, so they're going to be satisfied. <laughs> they ain't going to say shit about nothing right, I'm just, doing. Just checking. Just, you been around me before? Yeah, you ever yeah. seen me move through a room? <laughs> No problems. <laughs> I promise you. The security is there to, to save the people, not me. <laughs> That's just how it is, man. Talk your shit, D.H. Hey, talk man, your shit, hey, man. man. I got the power of God with me, man. I ain't worried about nothing. Do you have the, I've, I've noticed because I've experienced it myself, you've gotten petty a couple of times this season. So let's case in point. We were talking about it a little bit before. So... You're playing the Golden State Warriors. Yeah. And that that was actually the playoff series that everybody wanted to see. Yep. That They wanted to see that series. That series actually should have been the, the Western Conference. Well, no, I can't say that because that's disrespecting the champ. Oh, man. But that was, a series, that was a series that everybody wanted to see. For sure. So at a certain point, Steve Kerr goes out and accuses your team of continuously flopping. Yep. Flopping. Flopping. So for you that don't know, you know, when you see me – during the game, I'm, I'm talking to the coaches after the first and third quarter. So I got Coach Ham after the first quarter. There was a play that Dennis Schroeder had. He, he really got fouled, like he got fouled, but there was no call. Buzzer ends, ends the first quarter. I saw Coach Ham's reaction. So I'm like, okay, in my head, that's going to be my first question. I'm not thinking anything of what you're about to say. I'm just wanting to get your reaction to that missed call. So I... Ask you, hey, Coach Hammer, I saw your reaction that Dennis Schroeder not getting the call. What, what did you think about that? And I think you completely dismissed that question. You was like, I don't teach flopping over here. We don't flop over here. So if anybody's saying right. anything like that, that I, and it just, I said, and so I, like immediately I was like, oh, this is going to be a viral moment. Like you don't, you, you don't get those type of questions, I mean answers, <laughs> in an in-game interview right there. So you – was that something that just triggered you at the time? Like, what triggered you to, to get that response at that point? It's just one of those things, man. Like, I let me start here, man. I, I have nothing but the utmost respect for, for the sure. Golden State Warriors, Steve sure. Kerr, everybody. But when you try to paint a narrative, I think, you know, it's like playing chess, playing poker, whatever you want to call it, guys trying to give themselves any and every chance and every possible way to – come out on top of a situation and be victorious, right? Me, I never blame the officiating. It's even hard. Like, we have someone assigned to, like, who watches the game and watch. We may flag certain clips, and all we want is consistency. 
we don't want, you know, an advantage of the referees to work on our behalf. These guys are the holders of the game, the integrity of the game at that. And so we just want to point out different things in order to try to force a situation where they're just more consistent. Okay. And so uh, when you hear certain things, man, like I, I don't – Rob will tell you, my coaches will tell you, I struggle to try to be catty and petty and, and complaining about the officiating and all of this. I mean, it's times – we. I just call it like it is. We got screwed a bunch this year, bro. Like early on, we needed some. It was some big wins that didn't go in our favor for just inconsistent officiating. I don't blame that on one individual referee. I'm just saying, in that moment in time, it was inconsistent officiating. That's all I'll say, and I'll leave it there. I don't want to use that as a crutch because at the end of the day, we have also what we call in our program self-inflicted wounds. When we don't take care of the business we're supposed to take care of to put us in a position where we can come out victorious. So we address that, but when I'm hearing different sound bites and I'm seeing the game within the game being played and the media and all of that, I don't fuck with it. I don't want nothing to do with it. I'm sorry, excuse my language, but I, I'm, I, you know, I, I, nothing came easy for me. You know, in terms of crossing the T's, dotting the I's, and within my career, whether I was a player, coach, you just mentioned, I went through 10 interviews. Nothing has ever come easy for me. And I want it that way. Because now it's like, I can't just give you a scripted message. I have a testimony. You know, and by the grace of God, I'm sitting here in this position I'm in, working for the franchise I'm working for. And I'd be damned if I let someone else try to manipulate the way we approach our game, the competitiveness in which we come with. Like, we're, we're we're trying to, you know, disguise and, and, and try to pull the wool over someone's eyes where, no, nah, we coming out, we playing smash mouth basketball. That's the way we teach it. That's the way we preach it. And that's the way we're going to execute it when the lights come on. Mm. So, Coach, you don't view that tactic as, you know, a, a coach. What, what, what's the term? It's lame Stein? as hell. Stein, what's the term with coaches? It's uh, like a... It's a tactic coaches use. Gamesmanship. Gamesmanship. Like the try to he's a, Steve Kerr's a Phil Jackson disciple. That that's a that was a Phil Jackson maneuver. Okay, but a lot a lot of coaches do it. Like they plant a seed in hopes that the calls will go in their favor next game. If they. Well, I'm a Larry Brown disciple. <laughs> <laughs> you gonna get out of your work what you put into it. What's up? What's up? Shout out to Coach Brown. Still talk to him. One of a kind. Yes, all the time. Stay on my line. Gave me great words of encouragement throughout this whole process. I, I can't get over that 10 teams talk to you before the Lakers. That's a third of the league. <laughs> a third of the league, bro. And I, I give another shout out, Charles Lee. I'm seeing him going through some of the similar things yeah. right now. And, and, and kudos to him. Congratulations to him becoming lead assistant over with the Boston Celtics. He's going to get his time. And again, like he and I just talked about this two days ago. Like, it's not just about getting a job. It's getting the right job because don't get it messed up. Like, the same way they, they're trying to, they would try to vet me and see if I'm capable of doing the job, you have to vet some of these franchises. It's true. They're, they're leaders, a lot of times their leadership is shaky. Right. They don't have the vertical alignment that they should have, and, but everything falls on that position of a coach. Yeah. First to get blamed, last to get the credit, right? So you have to do your own vetting of some of these organizations that's being poorly ran, that don't give the support, that's not trying to, you know, everybody talks this rebuild stuff. I just, nah, that's, that's, I don't know. But you have to do your part too. Any candidate out there that's, you know, 
the next potential head coach, make sure you do your homework on that franchise you're stepping into Gang. to make sure that, you know, that you even want to be a part of that. Hmm. So much goodness, so much candor on so many different subjects here with Darvin Ham that we decided, you know what, we've got to split this thing into two parts. So stay tuned for part two because we're going to get into Darvin's thoughts about Austin Reeves and his new contract, what the future looks like for Austin Reeves with the Lakers, and in addition to many other topics, we will get to Darvin Ham's thoughts on the Lakers' rivalry with Denver and Nuggets coach Mike Malone. And that'll do it for us. See you next time. This League Uncut is an iHeartRadio production. Boom Sakalaka! Chris Haynes and Mark Stein! At Bed 365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender.